0: Truth Still Matters, episode number 21. Come one, come all. Welcome to the Catholic Podcast. Truth Still Matters. The human person is made for truth. Despite this dictatorship of relativism, we breathe every day this podcast exists in the stream of the new evangelization championed by pope john paul the great and continue with pope emeritus benedict the and pope francis we will have the opportunity to learn and reflect on the timeless truths revealed by god and deposited in the catholic church if you're looking for apologetics or theology that can be applied to your life right now. You've found a new home. Stop drowning in the world of opinion and embrace yourselves, for truth still
1: matters.
0: Praise the Lord. We have made it back for another episode of Truth Still Matters. The past few episodes, I've been focusing on the church and the importance of the church. And I'd like to address a particular question. And that is, if the church is so important, how can you and I know that we're in that church that Jesus founded? Very important concern. Well, I'm here to share with you that there are four marks that Jesus left his church that you and I might know, might be able to identify where this church is. Are you ready? Let's dig in. There are four marks of the church one holy Catholic and apostolic. Now, given the time frame of this podcast, we don't have time to go into a lot of detail, but I want to give you a landscape view of these four marks. The first one, one Jesus established one church. Check out Matthew 16, he says. I will build my church, and it's singular there. The Greek there is ekklesia, and it's the same kind of word that's used in the Old Testament to refer to the old people of God, the Jewish people. Jesus is forming his church, singular. See, Jesus is married to the church, and it would be a scandal to say that he is married to many brides, are you kidding me? Jesus is not a I won't even bring that word in the same context here, but he is a faithful bridegroom and he's married to one bride. Okay. One church. The church is one because God is one. We believe in one God. Yes, our God is three persons. That's who God is, but what God is, he's one. Okay. The omnipotent, the omniscient. The all providential, one God, in what God is, flows into what He does. And what does He do? He forms one people. You and I, we are connected, ladies and gentlemen. There's a solidarity between you and I. God said, Himself, and it's not good that man be alone we are made to be social beings and God made us to be connected and he's saving us in a connected fashion and the church is the saving means that God is bringing us home to himself we are one we're one because Jesus Christ died and rose that we might be brought into communion with the Father Son and Holy Spirit he's reconciling us as one and then the Holy Spirit. You know that Saint Paul refers to the church as the body of Christ. And what body is alive if it doesn't have a soul? And that body is alive. It has a soul. What's the soul? Or or more specifically, who is the soul? And that is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the person that unites you and I, ultimately in the gift of love. Because that's what This is about, the church is the family of God. And the love is the blood that runs through the family, that connects the family. There's a oneness here. Let's go on to the second mark. The second mark is one, holy. The church is holy. Now you might think, wait a minute. Whenever I look in the mirror, that's what I don't see. (laughs) I'm part of the church and I'm not holy. And I agree with you, I'm not holy either but the church is holy. Jesus gave himself up for her, his bride, that she might be spotless, that she might be blameless. So there's a holiness to the church that you and I can never take away from, regardless of what you and I do. And I know that I do some messed up things, but the church remains holy. There's a quote in the Catechism of the Catholic Church that says something to the effect of the church is holy but yet always in need of purification isn't that something the church is holy literally meaning it's set apart right and that's what holiness is the church is set apart it is railing against what the world teaches and at the same time you and i are part of the church and we are constantly working out our salvation in fear and trembling as saint paul says in in the new testament so the church is holy and this goes back to what the church is and that is it's christ's presence on the earth and the church has two natures divine and therefore is always holy but yet human which means it's always in need of purification a lot of people want to draw attention to the apology that saint uh, Pope John Paul the Great gave on behalf of the church and they want to use that as an excuse to say that the church is not holy. but if you pay attention to what Saint Pope John Paul the Great said, he apologized for the behavior of the members of the church, which is in always in need of purification, He never took away from that holiness that is intrinsic to the body of Christ. So we always have to keep that in mind. Catholic, the third mark. St. Ignatius of Antioch said that where Jesus Christ is, there is the Catholic Church. And there are two meanings behind this word Catholic. The first meaning is according to the whole. Jesus died and rose and deposited the fullness of the faith. The Catholic Church contains the fullness that God intends for us to make it to heaven every grace, every uh, help that we need. That is what is meant by Catholic, which means that the church was Catholic on the day of Pentecost, even though it had not spread around the world yet. The fullness of the faith. The second meaning of Catholic is that it's sent to all the world. And now in 2015 is literally all over the world. It is truly universal. The Second Vatican Council tells us that the sole Church of Christ subsists in the Catholic Church, which means that the fullness of God's grace can be found in her. But look at the word subsist. The Church is affirming the fullness of the faith that Jesus died and rose to get to the Catholic Church, but it's also affirming with that term subsist is that there are other ways of sanctification outside the visible bounds of the church, specifically in other ecclesial communities, where they have access to the word of God, where they have access to faith, where they have access to Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Okay, these communities too can be used as instruments of salvation, but they get their efficaciousness, they get their powerfulness from Mother Church, and that is the Catholic Church that has the fullness of the faith. And the fourth mark that we have is apostolic. The church that Jesus founded is founded upon the apostles. That word apostle meaning one who has been sent, not just by any Tom, Dick, or Joe, but sent by Jesus himself. One who has been sent. When people heard the words of the apostles, they weren't hearing just a human being speaking. Jesus said that he who hears you hears me. They were hearing the words of the master as they listened to the apostles. The church is apostolic. The church is adhering to the apostolic teaching being protected by the Holy Spirit. The church is truly infallible, which means that it never makes a mistake when teaching in matters of faith or morals because of the gift or the charism of infallibility. The church is apostolic, and we're not just looking back in the day on the apostles. Those apostles were in offices that had been succeeded. Bishops today now succeed the apostles, and they continue to keep the church rooted in this mark of being apostolic. The church is one, holy, catholic, and apostolic. You want to know if you're in the church that has those marks? Take a look. It's not enough just to be in a church that has a good daycare. It's not enough to be in a church that has great um, music and, and worship style, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I love good preaching and I love great music in the church. And I love a place to be able to take my kids. I got four daughters. It's a That's a great advantage. But the primary criteria of determining whether or not we are in the church Jesus established is, is it one, is it holy, is it Catholic, and is it apostolic? May God bless and keep you all the days of your life.
1: Amen. Four signs that Jesus left forever on this earth, four things that he gave to us. Was one true church for Mars to distinguish the truth from imitators. And two thousand years later, we still shaking off the haters, cause it's one, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and it's holy. It's founded by Christ, not by your schism. It's cast, spread worldwide, total evangelism. apostolic, passed down by the apostles, no criticism. From his ministry to the ascension, heavenly elevation. He preached faith, love, unity, never separation. He commissioned his chosen to go out into the world and revealed the revelation and baptize the nations. He came, became man to make man to. Save man is the son with the father holy spirit three and one for a kingdom divided cannot stand it withstand the sands of time in the human hand. it takes a greater man to understand the power and communion and the master plan connected through the vine in a single fire line one fold and one shepherd we're connected to divine better fitted than a Michelin nest the mystery consumes us your holiness sanctity Close through us to show us the truest Remove all the blinders So we can be what we were born to be Truth finders One life to live, one life to give on this earth, do my thing till I return to the dirt. One bread and one body and one Lord of all. One name to call as I rise from the fall. Four signs that Jesus left forever on this earth. Four things that he gave to was one true church. Four marks to distinguish the truth from imitators. The two thousand years later, we're still shaking off the haters. Cause it's one, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And it's holy, it's founded by Christ, not by your schism. It's Casper worldwide, total evangelism. And apostolic passed down by the apostles.